Hello and welcome back to Sports Shenanigans. How long has it been? I'm not sure. A um, weeks. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> but we are back. And we are here to get you caught up on everything going on in the NFL, NBA, and other. So, um, surprisingly, there's not a whole lot of NFL news, but there is a lot of NBA news because we are in the middle of the playoffs. And uh-huh. so that is where we will start. Um, let's get some news uh, out of the way before getting into the second round of the playoffs. Um, Blazers and coach Terry, Terry Stotts parted ways. Um, not a huge surprise. Portland uh, lost to the Nuggets in six, despite Damian Lillard's efforts. Um, and so there we are, a new coaching solution. They are trying to fix things so that Damian Lillard does not leave. Um, apparently, Damian Lillard wanted Jason Kidd, but he withdrew his name from consideration of the job because he didn't want to get the job by having the star player say it that he wanted the job and then him get the job that way. So, um, well, yeah, he wants it on his own merits. I mean, I understand that. And he probably knew he had other options. And so yeah, maybe Portland wasn't the most desirable, probably a little different if he's like, Oh, I definitely want to go to Portland or that's the only place I'll get a job. Yeah. Um, the magic and coach Steve Clifford also parted ways. Um, Let's see. The Pacers fired Nate Bajorkren after one season. Um, let's see. LeBron will switch numbers next year from 23 to 6, like he did in Miami. Um, Was there a reason? I have not heard um, of a specific reason. Um, we had some awards given out. So Jokic was the MVP. Uh, Rudy Gobert got defensive player of the year. Um, most improved went to Julius Randle. LaMelo won rookie of the year. Coach of the year went to Tom Thibodeau, um, with the Knicks. And sixth man went to Jordan Clarkson. With the Jazz. Um, I think that's it. Oh, um, James Jones, who was a uh, Miami Heat and Cleveland Cavalier, went to all those finals with LeBron. Um, He got executive of the year with Phoenix. Um, Anything there, Casey, on the rewards? Um. I'll be interested to see if the Knicks um, stay good mm. or if they continue because obviously they, they lost in the playoffs, so they still need to improve. So I'm curious if this w- was, you know, they built a good solid foundation or if it was kind of like a fluke year and they did really good. Um, but, I mean, they had the most improved player. And they had um, coach of the year. So just curious, curious about if it's a real deal or not. Well, it may be a real regular season deal. Um, in the playoffs, they really – Julius Randle was essentially not there for the playoffs. Um, I mean, he was there, but he didn't play like it. Um Yeah, I think they're su- – they need a superstar – to kind of make them a competitor because um, mm-hmm. they don't seem to have that right now. Um, I, I did think it would be interesting. I thought maybe Nate McMillan might have something to say about who should get coach of the year um, since the Hawks started like, what, 14 and 21, and then he took over. Now they're in the conference finals. Uh-huh. Um, so they've been pretty good since he took over. Um <laughs> Yeah, with the got the got the five seed and is now in the conference finals, and um, so I thought that was 
maybe the more interesting choice. I thought Chris Paul should have got MVP instead of Jokic. Um, and honestly, the only reason Jokic got it was because everyone else got hurt. So <laughs> it kind of feels like a cheap one this year. Um, didn't think Gobert should have been defensive player of the year. Um, that this is his third defensive player of the year. So that essentially locks up Hall of Fame for him. I think I, maybe we talked about that last time. I don't know. If yeah, we, we talked about it. Cause I, uh, I asked you if he wins it, like, is he in that conversation? But he shouldn't be. I'm mad. Yeah, I know. Like that, I don't think of Rudy Gobert and go, man, yeah, that's going to be a Hall of Fame player. I think well, Rudy Gobert and I go, huh. Well, here's right the deal. Player. In that Clippers series, he was a non-factor. The team got outscored by like, 40, 30, 30, 40, 20 when he was on the court. <laughs> um, they had guys matching up with him and going at him specifically, which I think if you're a defensive player of the year, you shouldn't be the weakness on your defense. Yeah. Um, but he was essentially a non-factor, and it's not the first playoff series that that's happened in. So I guess the – See, that's the thing is, is like uh, the statistics say he's the greatest defender ever. But maybe if your statistics say that he's the greatest defender ever and then the team purposely targets that defender because they know they can take advantage of him, maybe your statistics are wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, he's annoying. Um, yeah, everything else, I think uh, – pretty much lined up for the most part. Um, but yeah, it was just a couple, couple weird ones that, you know, everyone had kind of come to a consensus to, but at the same time, I don't think they were the right choices. Um, <laughs> well, that's why we're here to tell you the right choices. Exactly. Um, Stan Van Gundy got fired in new Orleans after one year. Um, so Zion will be on his third head coach going into his third year, mm-hmm. um, which I can't say I'm surprised. I never liked Stan Van Gundy. I didn't know why he got the job in the first place. Yep. Um, the Wizards and Coach Scott Brooks both parted ways. Um, let's see. Donnie Nelson, the GM of the Mavericks, uh, is out and apparently Luca is very upset by that. So Luca and Zion both reports that they are not happy in their respective teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I know we were talking about it with Zion a little bit, but maybe Luca will do it too. But we thought maybe Zion would be the first first player to not take that supermax deal and. Uh, decide to opt out after, you know, year four or whatever, and and then go be a free agent and pick a team. Um, but I don't know. Um, from what I've seen, Luca has said he will sign that max deal. Um, that, was think, be- that was before, though, the GM and coach. Well, I haven't gotten to the coach. I yet. thought I'd seen it after as well, but he said he would still – sign it but that could change i mean i mean he obviously hasn't signed the contract so he can do whatever the heck he wants um but i hope he signs that i kind of like him in dallas just kind of nice to have him kind of a nice team for him i like it um but the zion i could see moving on if they don't figure out what the heck to do there because we've looked, we've seen small town or not small town. I mean, they're, they're big cities, but small cities, small markets with the big, huge player. I mean, same thing in Cleveland. They never could really build a team around him until basically he recruited people to the team until mm-hmm. LeBron recruited people. So I could see Zion looking at that situation and going, you know what? He left, and immediately he was contending for the titles 
and winning. So, I mean, he when he leaves, he gets to pick where he wants to go, pick the best situation. So, I mean, I don't, I would never fault a guy for chasing a ring. Um, I do like the players who spend their whole careers at a team, but I also think that that team needs to do their best to at least get him a chance at a ring, which currently the Pelicans don't really look like they're doing that. Yeah. I'm just wondering because, you know, that's the, the way the system's set up, it's designed so that if you draft a player, he will stay there through his whatever, because they can offer so much more money through that supermax than any team can mm-hmm. free agency. But with Zion, he got such a huge shoe deal um yeah and with the with era of mobility it does kind of set it up like zion doesn't need that extra money he could opt out and go to wherever for lesser money and uh try and win um let's see so rick carlisle off also left dallas from what i understood uh, this one was not mutual. Like Rick Carlisle basically quit the job in, in Dallas. Um, Mark Cuban was surprised to find out that he would not be the coach anymore. Um, unlike the GM. Um, I guess there's rumors, you know, there's Luca and Chris stops apparently don't like each other. There's also rumors that Luca and Carlisle didn't really get along either. Um, and so that's the, that's the rumored reason why Carlisle wanted to leave, um, Dallas. But so that's kind of, it's just kind of left everything up in the air, uh, for Dallas as they now begin the search for GM and coach. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Brad Stevens, we mentioned moved up into the, uh, like president of operations position that Danny Ainge had. And he made his first move in that position, and that was trading Kimba Walker, the number 16 overall pick in a future 2025 second to Oklahoma City, who now has three first-round picks this year. Uh, They traded them for Al Horford, Moses Brown, in a 2023 second. Um. Boston gets the financial flexibility. They would have, they owe with the contract to Walker, they owe $73 million to him over like the next two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they get rid of that right before Tatum and Brown's bonuses kind of kick in. Um, and then uh, the Thunder will work with Kimba as they did with Chris Paul, Mello, and Horford as to what is next for his veteran career. Um, This move's getting a little heat right now. I think at the time, everyone kind of said, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, It's getting a little heat right now because they think maybe the Celtics pulled the trigger a little too quick um, for this deal. Now that you have talks of Damian Lillard potentially getting traded. um, stuff like that. Um, you know, they traded the 16 pick, um, which could have been used in a potential deal that would have made it better. Um, and it's not like everyone was crashing down OKC's doors to get Al Horford. (laughs) No, Um, but I mean, you look at, you look at what they got for Kimba, got Al Horford, you got a second round pick, you gave the 16 pick. Well, here's the thing for Damian Lillard, you're going to have to give a whole heck of a lot more than that. Well, and so yes, I mean, but they're saying you know you give a whole heck of a lot more than that, but you also get Damian Lillard and not Al Horford, who's probably going to retire in a year or two. No, yeah, I agree, but I'm just of the I mean they'd have to give so much more. Yeah, that it'd be almost. I mean, it'd be crippling for years. I mean, the talk right now is that they would use like a Jalen Brown or something, but I don't think I don't I don't. Jalen Brown, I think next year could be like a 25 point a game guy, and he's a better defender than Damian Lillard. Um, Mm -hmm. While I would say Damian Lillard is better, 
it's a 24-year-old Jalen Brown versus a 30, 31-year-old Damian Lillard. Um, yeah. So I would probably err on the side of Brown in that situation, um, especially mm-hmm. considering the amount that you'd also have to include with Brown. You'd probably have to give like Brown and Marcus Smart and picks and mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Um, Um, well, let's do the second round of the playoffs here. You had the 76ers and the Hawks. Game one went to the Hawks. Game two went to the Sixers. Game three went to the Sixers. Game four went to the Hawks in a comeback. Game five went to the Hawks in a comeback from 26 down. Game six went to the Sixers, and then game seven went to the Hawks. So the Hawks advanced to the conference finals, shockingly, over the 76ers. Um, of course, the talk of the town in Philly is the process that it, you know everyone thought might have been done a few years ago is officially coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, lots of talk around trading Ben Simmons, but what would you exactly get for him? Um, Al Horford. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think you'd get that. Well, they're talking about like CJ McCollum and stuff. Um, I ain't getting him. <laughs> ben Simmons sucks. I think he's good in certain aspects. Like, I think he would have been my defensive player of the year, and I think he's a good facilitator. He just can't shoot. He sucks. <laughs> Um, so the Hawks advance, um, in the other Eastern conference, uh, uh, matchup, it was the Nets and the Bucks. And this one was full of drama, uh, game one, the Nets won easily. Although Harden did hurt his hamstring 45 seconds into the game and game two, the Nets also won very easily, won by 39, up by 49 at one point. Um, in game three, the Bucks won a close one, 86-83. Um, and P.J. Tucker had a run-in with KD security guard, who was then banned for the remainder of the series. Um, in game four, the Bucks blew out the Nets. Kyrie got injured um, during the game. Uh, with his ankle, he would be out for the remainder of the series. In game five, Harden came back. Uh, Kevin Durant went 49, 17, and 10 and played all 48 minutes. The first player in postseason history with 45, 15, and 10. The Bucks essentially played a horrible Boonholzer in true fashion. Uh, didn't adjust at all. Um and Harden played 44 minutes on his first game back from the injured hamstring. Um, in game six, the Bucks won. Middleton went 38, 10, and five. And in game seven, uh, Durant again played – or Durant and Harden both played all 53 minutes. It went to overtime. Um, Durant had 48 points. Uh, Middleton and Holiday played like absolute garbage. And Giannis went for 40, 13, and 5. Middle, when I say absolute garbage, Middleton and Holiday were a combined 14 of 49 from the field, um, which for a, guy, for a guy who's been an all-star and another guy who you traded four first-round picks and a couple of players for, you'd think you get better than, like, 20% shooting. Yeah. But the Bucks were able to pull it out in overtime, and so they advance, and they are playing the Hawks currently in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, what do you make of the East? Um, I think that super team in Brooklyn sucks because, I mean, if you can't, I don't care about injuries. I mean, you had Harden and Durant playing for the most part. You had you had you had you had Kyrie and Durant the for the first 
three and a half games, and you had Harden and Durant for the last three games. So you still had two of the three for most of the series. And you still had Blake Griffin. He's not a piece of crap player. He is a good player. Yeah, everyone would want you to believe that Blake Griffin's garbage. He is a decent player. (laughs) He is. I mean, is he his old self? No. Is he still a probably 15? 15 and 7 probably. Yeah, that's perfect. I want that on my team every day of the week. Yeah. So he's not that a bad player. You have Joe Harris, who three point shooting. That's not bad. I mean, you don't have well. It, it, it was in this series. I think. I think Joe Harris ended up being it's like. Uh, what did he end up being? I forget what his final number was, but it was something like going into Game Seven. He'd missed like. 23 of his last 27 threes. <laughs> That'll like, hurt. He did not he did not play well at all. Yeah. I mean, it's still I mean, whatever. I mean, you have two MVP caliber players playing in Harden and Durant. And Durant's the best player in the series. Exactly. And you shouldn't freaking make it. So I mean I think Durant's whatever and Harden I think again I think is whatever because the two of them have proven to me that they can't do it by themselves they can't lead a team they can't be the number one guy I mean they keep they've not done it mm-hmm. and they haven't proven to me that they can really do anything because Harden chokes in the playoffs Durant had to go to the super team and, and to, to the super team of super teams not just the super team <laughs> to win the championship. So until they prove that they can actually play in the playoffs, I don't care about what happens in the postseason or not postseason, uh, preseason, whatever it is, season. <laughs> there we go. Bless God you. bless you and your family. <laughs> um, in the West, we have the Jazz and the Clippers. The game one went to the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell had 45 points. Uh, game two went to the Jazz. Game three, the Clippers blew him out. Kawhi and Paul George combined for 65. The Clippers are 5-0 and and both score 30. This was a very surprising stat to me, Casey. Why? Because they're five and zero when both score thirty. As I in, mean, as in, they're only five oh. and zero. This they brought in Kawhi and Paul George, and in two years they've had five games where they both go thirty points. What is this? Is yeah, that that okay. wasn't the plan? Okay, now I understand what you mean. I'm, I get what you're saying now. <laughs> it's like I kind of expected them to be five and zero. No, you would expect them to 30. always win. You wouldn't expect it to happen five times in two years. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I thought, wait a minute. Five times in two years? What? <laughs> um, Game four, they also blew him out. And then Kawhi was out for game five. He wouldn't miss the rest of the series. Well, he would miss the rest of the series. At the time, it was could miss the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. He would miss the rest of the series. Uh, in game five, the Clippers still won without Kawhi. Paul George went for 37, 16, and five. Um, and then in game six, uh, the Clippers also won. Terrence Mann went for 39 off the bench, um, giving the Clippers a nice little boost there. Um, yeah. George went for 28, and Jackson went for 27. So they advanced to the Western Conference Finals, um, despite not having Kawhi for those last two games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Suns and the Nuggets. This one will be quick. Game one, Suns. Game two, Suns. Game three, Suns. And game four, Suns, uh, with Jokic being ejected during the, the that elimination game. So, yeah. That's I think that's what that's that's what stung a little more for Portland is they lost the Nuggets in six and then saw them get swept by the Suns. Yeah. 
so what do, what do you make of the West here? So, um, so we, we got Suns and Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. I make that the Suns are the best team out there currently, um, which is crazy to think because, like, a couple of years ago, I mean, all they had was Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. And Devin would drop 70 and they'd still lose. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice. I mean, I feel like the Suns are a team like I I feel like I have a I don't have an NBA team that I truly actually support. I support players for the most part. Um, but I feel like the Suns could be a team that like I could get behind and support if they've, you know, I mean, from what I see, they've built the team they've brought in a couple guys and they've done well building a team so i like that but i mean it's the best team out in the west currently um unless well with Kawhi hurt not playing they're the best team Kawhi playing i would probably give the edge to the clippers just because i mean you have Kawhi, you have paul george you should win a lot. Mm-hmm. You should both drop more than 30 points more than five times, but <laughs> that's the point. So going into the conference final, so we have the Suns and the Clippers. They are four games in. Game five just started. Um, game one went to the Suns. So Chris, here's the story. Chris Paul uh, is out because of COVID protocol, so he missed the first two games of the series. Um, Kawhi is also still out, so I wouldn't read too much into that. Both teams are missing their most important player. Um, one of them. Well, Clippers are missing the most important. Well, I think Chris Paul is the most important player to the Suns. He's just not the best. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'll give you that. He's the most like like Chris Paul can't even be with the team right now, so he's essentially out. Yes. Chris, I'll give you the Chris Paul is the one is the most important because he's the vet. He knows what's going on in the playoffs. He's got Booker who, I mean, is this Booker his first postseason? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's his first, the best, their best player. First postseason. Got a guy who can, I mean, it's every, show I think it's up. everybody except Chris Paul and Jay Crowder's first playoffs. That makes sense. Maybe Dario Saric, but mm-hmm. yeah, and then, yeah, like maybe one or two other like players like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll give you that. But in game one, the Suns won, and it was thanks to Devin Booker saying, Chris Paul's out. Well, don't mind if I have my first career triple double and have 40. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Wow. 40 points. 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Massive triple-double for Booker in game one to set the tone right away. Um, Game two also went to the Suns. This one was a fun one. This one came down to the last second. The Suns won 104 to 103. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, It was 103-102. They fouled Paul George. He went to the line. He missed both free throws. They then, I forget how they got to the point. It went out of bounds or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was about 0.8 seconds left. And so Jay Crowder from the corner, inbounds, inbounds from the corner, throws it towards the basket, and Aiton just dunks it. Alley-oop from out of bounds. Uh, to make it 104 to 103. Um, so massive, massive play. Booker broke his nose uh, off a headbutt from Patrick Beverly. Um, so he played through that, and he's been playing through that the, the remainder of this series with a mask and such. Um, lots of replays at the end of this game. The final minute and a half took 33 minutes of real time. Oh, nice. Um, with some controversy amongst what calls were made. And then let us not forget, uh, Aiton dunked it, and then DeMarcus Cousins shoved Booker, broken nose and all, 
and it was not noticed by the referees because of the pandemonium surrounding uh, the DeAndre Ayton shot. So that was a very fun one. So the Suns would go up 2-0. Um, the Clippers then blew them out in game three, and then in game four, the Suns bounced back. Despite Booker struggling, he eventually took the mask off and played without it, even though he probably shouldn't. Probably but, shouldn't. Um, uh, Aiton, however, went for 19-22 and 22 in that game. Uh, Aiton has been performing extremely well. Chris Paul's also been back for the last two games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Suns are up 3-1. If Paul George could hit some free throws, they might be 2-2. Um, but game five starts tonight. It's looking like the Suns are going to take it. Kawhi has not played at all in this series. I think Kawhi's got like an ACL or something, and the Clippers just don't want to say it. Um, yeah, there's. Because, I mean, why would else would he be out play. this long? Yeah. Um. So that is the West, and then in the East, you have the Bucks and the Hawks. Game one went to the Hawks. Um, in a close one, Trey Young had 48 points and 11 assists. Uh, game two went to the Bucks in a blowout, and game three went to the Bucks. Um, Chris Middleton outscored Atlanta 20 to 17 in the fourth quarter, and at, uh, midway through the fourth, it was like 95 to 88, and the Bucks went on a 25 7 run to end the game to make the final score 113 to 102. Um, Trey Young also sprained his ankle when he accidentally stepped on a ref's foot. Um, And so he is questionable for game four. So it looks like Milwaukee will advance there. It's looking like Phoenix will advance in the West. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what, what do we, what do we have at this point? Uh, we have basketball. <laughs> what I mean, do you make of it? I mean, it sounds it sounds like Milwaukee and Phoenix are going to be the ones playing the championship, which will be an interesting matchup. Um, but I mean, things could shake up, and Atlanta could get there. It'd be crazy if they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's so much. The future is so unclear. It's not written yet. <laughs> I think the Bucks and the Suns are the best we can hope for. Yeah. Um, one, because my top – once LeBron's out, my top two rooting interests went to Chris Paul and Giannis. So either way, we would one of those would happen. Yeah. Um. I think it would also be a very good series. Milwaukee's a very staunch – they're both very staunch defensive teams, but Milwaukee in particular um, has some really um, well-known uh, defenders, such as Drew Holiday and Giannis and P.J. Tucker mm-hmm. and Chris Middleton. Um, I think they have a lot of length that could that could cause the Suns to have some issues. Um, mm-hmm. I think DeAndre Ayton – would be less of a factor. I think he's performing very well right now against the Clippers. The Clippers, however, play a lot of small ball. Um, And once he's in there with Giannis and Brooke Lopez and whoever else they decide to put in there, Bobby Portis maybe. um, Yep. Once once there's more length, once there's more size, um, I think DeAndre Ayton uh, diminishes a little bit. Devin Booker's still tough, but I think you probably put Drew Holiday on him or um, or you can switch it with Middleton or Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Paul, I, I mean, it'll be a good series. The Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix, has, Phoenix has run a very – both teams, it's, it's odd. So both teams – like Phoenix got the Lakers who had Anthony Davis hurt and LeBron back off of injury. Um, then they played the Nuggets who had Jamal Murray hurt and a couple other guys on the Nuggets. And now they're playing the Clippers with no Kawhi. And then you've got the Bucks who played the Heat, which they took care of easily. 
Um, <laughs> and then they played the Nets, who had Kyrie and Harden both get hurt. And then they played Atlanta, where Trey Young is now hurt. So both teams, I don't, I don't know if necessarily had had to play a team at full strength um, up to this point. Um, I think Giannis would be the best player in the series. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But I think Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and maybe even DeAndre Ayton would be the next three best players. Um, depending on how you feel about Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. Yeah. Um, I, uh, well, I would say for three games, those would be the next three. And for the three others, Chris Middleton would be better than probably Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. Um, <laughs> but Middleton's so inconsistent. <laughs> um, so I think it would be, I think it would be an interesting series. It'd probably go six or seven games. Um, but I, I don't know what the outcome would be between those two. I want to, I want to, here's the thing. I want Giannis to win because I like Giannis, but I also want Chris Paul to win because I like Chris Paul and I feel like Chris Paul isn't going to have as many opportunities as Giannis. yeah. Yeah. Um, either way, it'll be nice, but I just don't know. (laughs) <laughs> how I'm going to feel about either one because I'm going to yeah. feel bad. I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to feel good. And I'm going to feel bad either way. Um, Let's see. The all NBA teams were announced. Your first team is Steph Curry, Luca, Kawhi, Giannis, and Joker. Your second team is Dame, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, LeBron, and Embiid. And your third team is Kyrie, Beal, Butler, Paul George, and Gobert. Notable name of uh, absence is Kevin Durant. Yeah, because Kevin sucks. <laughs> yeah, not really. Um. Alex Caruso was arrested in Texas for possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. In his defense, he lives in L.A. That stuff's fine there. <laughs> no defense. You're an idiot. You play in the NBA. You don't really – you shouldn't be near any of that crap. <laughs> um, Especially when you are not a premier player. Like, yes, the legend of Caruso has kind of taken off, and it's a super weird one. Well, like, you're not really going to get signed by a lot of teams, in my opinion. Like, you're not that great of a basketball player. Mm-hmm. So, it's that's why I think of that with the NBA and the NFL and basically any team, any professional sports. Why would you put yourself in jeopardy? Like, even if you are LeBron James, which LeBron doesn't do that stuff because – why would he do it? I mean, why put your career in jeopardy by doing something stupid that is illegal in Texas? <laughs> um, the lottery happened. The pick, the Pistons got the number one pick, which presumably will be Cade Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rockets are number two, Cavs number three, and Raptors number four. The Pacers got number thirteen. Which probably just means we're going to get someone who doesn't make a difference. Can we um, just tank one year? Yeah, no kidding. Can we just decide whether or not we want to be good or bad? Yeah, like I know I said that I'm not necessarily a fan of any team, but like I do live in Indiana, so therefore I do hear about the Pacers. I would like for something exciting to be on the Pacers so that I'd be like, you know what? Let's go to a Pacers game. That'd be fun to watch the Pacers. <laughs> I don't have that right now. I don't really care about Sabonis. I don't care about Turner. No, no one really does. Brogdon. I mean, Brogdon was cool when he came, but then after that, I didn't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, no one's really too interested. Um, the Celtics hired Nets assistant Ime Udoka as the new head coach. Um, the Pacers hired Rick Carlisle 
four years, twenty-nine million to be the head coach in Indiana. Maybe uh, he'll tank. Uh, well, honestly, I you know uh, Ben Bachman, who I do another show with, he doesn't know anything about basketball, and so this uh, this news came across, and he said, "So, what do you think?" And I said, "Honestly, I think that's the best candidate this off season." Like you look at who's available this mm-hmm. year. I think Rick Carlisle was the best available coach to get. And yeah. uh, I mean, he had a solid 13 years in Dallas, won a championship with Dirk. Um, he's de- I mean, he's developed. He's developed players. Luka. He's developed Luca into a great player. Um, I mean, the Mavs were never necessarily a bad team. Well, they, they were, were always they were for a couple. Well, years. I mean, there's a reason they got Luca. The reason they got Luca. You're right. I kind of bypassed that part, but I mean, like other than that, I mean, they've been a decent team. Yeah. Like, so I mean, hopefully he can do something in Indiana. Yeah. Now on his way in, he said he hoped that Jason Kidd got the Dallas job, which. Uh, Jason Kidd did get the Dallas job. Um, it's a little interesting. If the rumors are true and Rick Carlisle didn't get along with Luca, mm-hmm. and then as he leaves, he says, Hope you hire Jason Kidd to coach Luca. Like, is he thinking best interest or? <laughs> I mean, Luca's at this point. Luca's Luca. I mean, we've all. I mean, he's like he'll develop some more, but I mean, at this point, we know what Luca is and where he's going to go in his career. So I mean, it didn't really matter what coach he gets; he's not going to really kill him. It's just a matter of the team around him. Hmm. Um. That's my professional opinion <laughs> as a podcaster. The former Nike executive Nico Harrison will be in the new GM of Dallas. Um, the Blazers, once Jason Kidd's out, hired Chauncey Billups on a five-year deal. Uh, again, rumors that uh, Lillard was not thrilled with the coaching process. Um, lots of former players. I mean, three of the four teams left have a former player as a coach, and so lots of former players are now getting their chance to come in and try coaching. Um, let's see, moving over to NFL, this will go relatively quick. Um, the NFL wants to expand its international series by holding regular season games in Germany and seeks a partner city in that endeavor. Um, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell says he won't play for Andy Reid again, saying he'd retire first. Um, now, Le'Veon Bell has now had problems with the Steelers' front office, Adam Gase and Andy Reid. I'll give him a pass on Adam Gase. Um, there but, we go. It does sound like we get a pass on the one. But if everywhere you go, it smells like crap, maybe it's you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of frustrating to me because, like, I like Le'Veon Bell. I really liked him when he came out of college. Like. I was the guy who would draft him in fantasy for the first round every year. Like, that was my dude. And so, I miss him being, like, one of the best running backs in the league. But he is definitely not that anymore. Um, I would probably still put him over Todd Gurley, but not very much high, higher <laughs> than him. But, yeah, I think – he got too full of himself one year too late. Like if he was going to hold out, he should have held out the year before he actually did. Cause then they actually, he actually had a like, Hey, I'm good. But then he held out and he sucked it up following that. Um, so sad to see him sucking. Cause I like him. Um, but the more he does this, the more I'm just like, dude, come on. Like, except that you are now a backup and you can still do good for your team and like join a playoff team and like help the younger guys. Mm-hmm. Cause 
you're obviously on your way out of the league. Mm-hmm. Maybe out of the league now. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. One's, no one signed him. I was like, I've, no, I've not heard anything of any rumors of him visiting anybody either. Um, the Vikings signed Sheldon Richardson. Cool. The Vikings rookie, Jalen Twyman, was shot four times oh, yeah. Cool. in yeah. D.C., will make a full recovery, no surgery needed. He was shot in his arm, his leg, his butt, and the shoulder. I want to know how you get shot four times. You don't need surgery or anything. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, you're telling me that you just gave that boy stitches? Like, that's it? Well, I'm thinking you. I'm thinking if I get shot once, like I'm lucky if I'm not dead. Like this guy got shot four times and doesn't even need surgery. (laughs) I mean, that's incredible. Um, I mean, I'm super glad for him. Obviously, I'm sure everybody, family, and all that is like super happy, like and thankful and blessing and thanking God, praying, oh my Lord, but like. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Um, the Steelers released David DeCastro, the Pro Bowl guard. Yeah. Very interesting. They signed Trey Turner, a Pro Bowl guard, for one year, $3 million. So that was all in the same day. Yeah, it was. And the league will begin accepting bids for where to have the combine. They will accept bids from cities other than Indianapolis. I don't like that. But obviously that's because we're from Indiana. Well, I mean, Pat McAfee didn't like it either. Now, granted, he's also in Indianapolis. But the, 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 the design of Indianapolis is set up for stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in other places, it isn't as not everything's as close together, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Now, rumor has it that apparently, when Jerry was building Jerry World over there in Dallas, he was building it with the combine in mind, and so idea is that there will probably be a pretty big bid from Dallas to get the combine over there. I'm sure there um, is. I think part of it, I think they, I think it has to be a dome, is what I heard. Like they can't have a, oh, they, yeah. can't, they can't it would, do I, it outside. I would think it has to be because, I mean, if it rains, you're screwed if you don't have a roof. I mean, or I don't even know what, I forget when the actual combine is, what weather wise, but like anything, it's not going to help you at all. So, and you want to see them in the prime peak conditions and all that crap. Mm. so i'm i just like it being indie obviously because we're from here we don't we don't get big stars we don't get anything like we've won two two super bowls we might have won one two i don't even know one, we've won. one with uh one with peyton and i don't know if we, oh that's right peyton won one i think the last one we won was the, the baltimore Colts. Okay, so basically, we've won one. So we don't win a bunch on anything. And so I count this as a win every year when they have the combine because, like, you actually get, like, guys come in. Like, um, Jonathan Taylor, you got Julio when he was a rookie. I, I assume it was in Indy at that time. You have Jerry Judy. You have all these cool guys who are like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. And they actually come to Indiana. And then maybe at some point, you know, maybe they'll come back to Indiana. (laughs) I always hope that, but I don't think it ever works. Um, But if it goes, I will be very sad. And I hope that if it does go, that we can host the NFL draft. Because we'll never host the NFL draft. Strictly because we have the combine. Or we get like March Madness, the finals. Mm Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool for me, but I mean, again, I doubt it'll ever happen because we're Indiana and we suck. 
<laughs> we just have corn. And then over in the other category, uh, Novak Djokovic won the French Open. French Open. He rallied to defeat the four-time defending champ Rafael Nadal. It is Joker's 19th major title, one behind Nadal and Federer. I'll ask you this question. Is this like he so he's got 19 major titles? He's one behind Nadal and Federer. Is this the only sport where it's like all three goats are playing each other at the same time? Sure. I mean, well, I, I know mean, I know absolutely nothing about tennis though. No, I'm not, but this is a sports question. I, I'm just I'm just saying like these are like the three best tennis players of all time, men wise, oh, and they're all pl- and they're would, all playing at the same time, going against each other. I'm gonna say yes, because like I maybe boxing, but I don't know. Uh, I would say yes because I don't know tennis, and I don't know who necessarily is the person who changed tennis and is the greatest. And if there was someone before them. So I would say, yeah. And then you can also throw it in there. Like we were seeing the four best tennis players to ever play. Cause you got Serena as well. Well, yeah. We, I'm just talking about men's. Well, I know that. I yeah. know you were talking about men's, but like just in general, like in tennis, you yeah. also got Serena on the other side who get, I mean, in my opinion, she's the goat. I don't mm-hmm. know any other woman who has any sort of repertoire <laughs> stuff like she does but so i mean yeah four in one going of tennis and three are in the men's which is crazy so sure yeah i'd say um this one was a little weird so uh tell me about it denmark's christian erickson age 29 oh yeah collapsed during soccer game during euro 2020 game uh with finland uh, the game got suspended. He received CPR and was resuscitated um, with a defibrillator after suffering what we found out later was cardiac arrest when he collapsed. He apparently was gone before the defibrillator came in. Um, yeah. He was stabilized uh, before getting into the ambulance and going to the hospital. But super bizarre, age 29 soccer player, one of the biggest soccer players in the world. Um Best shape Collab- of his life. Yeah, best shape of his life collapses due to cardiac arrest at age 29 during a during the game. And yeah. throw in that the broadcast never went away. They showed CPR and defibrillator in full on television. Jeez. Well, maybe the kids learned CPR from it. <laughs> I mean, wow. Um, and then f- this one's the last four Cubs combined for no hitter. At that point, it doesn't count to, for me. No, I mean, it's cool, but I took four guys to do it. Yeah. So that is all I have. Do you have anything else, Casey? No. That is it. This was a quick one. Yeah. I mean, with football being kind of in a – it's in it back in a lull period. So, I mean, there's not a bunch going on there. You got some stuff going on, but not a bunch. And then with the NBA playoffs, you have less and less because there's less teams playing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of in a weird bullish kind of period, which is yeah. all right. Uh, well, That'll do it for us. You can check out the link in the show notes. It takes you to send us an email, follow us on socials. Um, you can share it with friends so that they can listen as well. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. I don't think we got anything else for this one, so we will see you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I just realized I skipped a headline. The Madden cover was revealed. Uh, 
we thought it, it might be Aaron Rodgers because he was the MVP, but there's a little little hesitancy given that his current situation. Um, we thought it might be Derrick Henry because obviously he's a monster. Um, but they said they had two goats. Now, whenever someone says goat, now you already assume they're talking about Tom Brady because that's, I guess, just the general consensus among the media world is that Tom Brady's the goat. Um, and he said, who's the other goat? Well, maybe it's Aaron Rodgers. He's played a long time. Uh, who's the other goat? I don't know. Well, it turns out it's Patrick Mahomes. So it's Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are going to be on the cover of Madden together. Keep in mind, Madden 18, Tom Brady had the cover. Madden 20, Patrick Mahomes had the cover. So this one just kind of feels lazy to me, and I'm over it, and we need to stop talking about the two of them. Yeah. I think, Give another guy some shine. Yeah, I mean, this is the one thing that, like, every guy wants to be on the cover. Don't give it to the same guy. And my that's just my general – I don't, like, even if – trying to think of my – Christian McCaffrey is like my favorite guy in the NFL right now. Even Christian McCaffrey goes two seasons. Somehow he rushes for 2,000 yards both those seasons. Don't put him on the cover back-to-back. That's just not, in my opinion, the thing to do. I think you change it every year. You give a different guy that dream because you know every every guy in the NFL is like, dude, I would love to be on the cover of Madden. Yeah. Like, it's a huge thing. While Madden the game – sucks and hasn't changed since like 2012 um true 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 it's still cool to be on the cover yeah i mean the nba i think does a good job with it i'm not i'm not aware of any um repeated complaints well i'm not aware of any like repeated covers oh covers but like but like uh 2k 21 has that much has damian lillard on the cover yeah and 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 2k also has three different versions that they'll come out with that have three different players so it's open for more opportunity for the players but like yeah damian lillard's on the cover of 2k 21 now does anyone think damian lillard's the best player in the league no did he do anything spectacular last year to make us you know he he wasn't mvp he didn't win the championship none of that but he's a great player and he hadn't been on the cover yet and they gave him the cover. And he deserves he, to be on the cover. Even though he plays in Portland in small town, okay? Yeah. Like, that's that's all this is. Anthony Davis was on 20 when he was on the Lakers. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. Paul Giannis, got, on Giannis got 19. Paul George got 17. Um, KD, LeBron, Steph was on one. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's – Given more opportunities to more players who, are, was on who are great, great players in the league. There's five guys on one. Yeah. So, yeah, I just said, uh, yeah, I think it's weird. I don't like that they just gave it to another guy that they already have given it to. And not even like, like, maybe one thing if like they gave it to the beginning of Tom Brady's career and now they're doing Tom Brady again. Whatever, I get it. That's a long, long time, but yeah. It's dumb. And then I'm also like you've kind of if Patrick Mahomes doesn't win multiple Super Bowls, like you've kind of made his career sound like it's crap, basically at this point. If he doesn't do that. Because you've called him a goat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really good for the rest of his career. I mean, it would be the equivalent. I mean, if if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt here in the next four or five years and decides he wants to retire early in 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 seven or eight years, he's going to have the same career plus a Super Bowl and an MVP as Andrew Luck. Mm -hmm. I mean, I you know, it's going to be similar. He'll he will have accomplished a few more things, but he was also on much better teams, um, with much better coaching. Um, but it'll be the same kind of deal. Like Andrew Luck could be a goat if he was drafted to the chiefs when Patrick Mahomes was and didn't get hurt. Yeah. So it's, it's all, it's premature. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's my only thing on that. It was like, wow. I was like, wow. They put him on there. Cause I was hoping, you know, like, Oh, 
two goats, you know, yes, I kind of figured Tom Brady was going to be on it, but you know, maybe they pulled out like a legend. They pulled out like Peyton Manning, uh, Joe Montana. I mean, those are your two other quarterbacks that everybody's like, oh, that are in a conversation for go. Or, like, or, you, just take, third, or you take like a great other position. Like if you got like, yeah, you know what someone Jim, with Jim Brown. Yeah. Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, Jerry Rice, any of those kind of guys like that. Like, yeah, Jerry Rice. Well, I guess why didn't I think of that being on there? <laughs> like that'd have been cool. Like, yes, I get Tom Brady. We just put Jerry Rice with it. That's 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 all. That's cool. But because like I don't think Jerry ever got it covered because obviously it didn't exist. they had Techno Bowl. I think when he played. Yeah. Yeah, I Which, don't. Great game. Highly suggest playing Techno Bowl. Yeah, Chad Johnson could only get a cover if it was street. That's true. They need to come back with a street game. Yeah, like just update that game with some modern players. That'd be amazing. It would I'd be, be so excited. I would buy it in three seconds. <laughs> well, sorry about the sorry about the confusion or the forgotten headline there, but now we are done. And you can now go check out done. you check out the link, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we will see you next time right here on Sports Shenanigans.